0: Hi hey everybody, welcome back to another, hello everybody, welcome back to another Unstoppable Podcast, and today, we have Faith with us, and she's back. Hey everyone! We were quite
1: scared, Missy. Tell her,
0: Logan. Why doesn't she explain?
2: what?
0: <laughs> explain what? Is explain what? how roller coaster of a, ro- a ride of I said that backwards a ride of a roller coaster roller coaster of a ride. However, it said. Well, gonna
2: happen. You
0: explain whatever you want. You just explain your roller coaster of a ride and how you're a champ and a fighter the a warrior. So well, um, a gonna happen. We we're going to bed, but I feel like I'm gonna hurt and.
2: I thought and was going to but I it, it got worse and I knew my something was born. And for the my life, I asked for I go the hospital. It was I felt pain my back. And but, um, I asked for payment, but had never clue. Yeah, you never
1: want medication. You never ask for payments.
2: And then uh, I know her mom in a fucking pocket and that clean room, where all of her
1: Left, I called Well, they told me that you weren't gonna make it through the night. And I couldn't even stand up. So I called dad and they actually held the OR. Um, he when he arrived, it was like four or something in the morning. I was I her. her body temperature was ninety degrees. And yeah, and so one of the OR nurses went down to security at the hospital to physically run Michael in so he could see her. And they held everything because I was still doing um, consents and stuff. And they were literally physically running him up so he could see her because they didn't think she would make it through. Wow.
2: I'm on full now. I'm
1: okay. Yeah. And then they had her on all this different life support. Um, they did surgery at the bedside in the ICU within a few hours of coming out of the first surgery. Uh, she was on the ventilator. She was on. Uh, right. And then she had to be revived when she coded a couple of different times. Then she uh, was on dialysis because her kidney shut down. She Her uh-huh. liver was starting to shut down. Lung. Her lung uh, collapsed, and they had to do an emergency chest tube in there. Um, this poor, sweet miracle had lines everywhere. She had uh, central catheters in her neck and right above her heart and both sides of her groin, uh, IVs in both arms. Yeah. And they had her in a sedational state almost like a almost like a medically induced coma for over nine days.
2: But with I have right.
1: And there were over 40 lines of medication running in her at one point. Wow. And what? she went from 90 degrees to 105 degrees in less than a 24 hour period.
2: Wow. Uh know how though? 15 operations,
1: 15 that, operations that, in less that, than two that,
2: weeks. That's yeah, operation. that's crazy. I that's an operation count, four nine? 49. nine.
0: Stop trying to catch up. I don't want to, but
2: that operation.
1: Yeah, and so one of the nurses that we had that first night came back and saw us weeks later, and they were like, oh, my God, I can't. All I remember is your mom was sitting with you, trying to hold you and singing in my daughter's eyes by Martina McBride. And your mom was a basket case because they told me she wasn't going to come through the night. Like the doctor said that um, th- their only goal was to keep her alive through the night. And they brought up the chaplain and we had the chaplain with us almost the whole time. And it it was ungodly scary. I immediately told a nephrologist, which is the doctor who works with the kidneys, that he needed to set up another OR and go do uh, take my kidney and give her my kidney and do a kidney transplant because they talked about having to do a kidney transplant, too. And I was like, let's take mine right now. Whatever else she needs, just scoop it. Just go. Let's go. Um, yeah. So Michael gave me the new name Mama, Mama Shark. And so whenever the doctors did something, Michael would come up behind me and sing Mama Shark instead of Baby Shark. Because I wasn't playing around.
2: Oh, you that, okay. I,
1: I wasn't gonna publicly put that out there, but if you want to, that's
2: fine. Well, I'm gonna put one under there. I'm not saying, but uh, yeah, when it put it in well out, I can't put it out well. I got a car in call my for
1: Faith was Faith. They had a catheter in there. And uh, then. Right. And then they finally decided after weeks they were going to take it out. They came back in a few hours later and said they needed to put it back.
2: I out, wait for it.
1: And this is the first time we saw our old Faith come back because the nurse is like, well, I need you to open up your legs. And she was like, I need you to button up your lip. Uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. You had some words. You had some words.
2: Uh, look I had a both I would in one whole gun
1: right and then the surgeon said, I need to see your stomach. I'm the one to give it to you and she's like, you actually have a medical license Where did you go to medical school? My mom gave me my stomach and
2: like, Not cool I, put
1: that look at it, I a little bit of to them. oh yeah she she but was gonna make up, them now. yeah and then the surgeon. Said he was doing something with his son. and Faith just right off nothing says, wait, somebody actually gave you a kid? Yeah. She she became quite Henri, our sweet, lovable girl.
0: Oh, I'm gosh. I'm not... a bad
1: bitch. <laughs> so don't... speaking of being a bad bitch, as Logan said... Uh, without mentioning the name of the game, I love that you two interact all the time together.
2: Okay, it's, a game.
1: it's a popular game. You two were playing a game yesterday, well, not
2: one of them, the
1: okay. And no, you're minding your own business, playing, doing your thing. And, and so, what happened? Somebody decided, I think, Lo- I think Logan wants some ice cream, and then. Decided that what happened? They'd be
0: a poopy head. <laughs> and what did let Faith decide to be a shithead? And what did Faith do? to me practically the whole time, and I tried to, you know, maybe get a couple words in there, but Faith was just bouncing on the man.
2: Yeah, no one messing with my little brother.
0: And, and let like- me just mention when she was obviously we won a game, so. There was no verbal interaction. It was all like typing in like chat and stuff. Right. Let's just mention she was typing in all caps. So you were yelling.
2: I I half a but I put the first in end. So
1: even though you're not biologically related, unfortunately. I'm not. You guys think of each other as brother and sister and I love, love, love,
0: love that. That's not right. What? I don't think her has my sister. I think her is my big sis.
1: Oh, sorry. I stand. Right. There. Wow. So, okay. So, you guys are minding your own business. Somebody becomes a P O S N what what happened? They just wanted to get into whatever y'all were doing, or
0: oh, yeah. so we were playing, and then out of nowhere, somebody just like kept like following me around and like trying to like I felt, like, just constantly trying to get my face like, uh, like conversations. Uh, and I was just like, at one point, I just got mad, so I was like, "Can you just like please?" Okay. Yeah.
2: I forgot the first part when I fell off at one point, kind on of was Um, watching another play, I had Coke on, and I had Come On. And another girl who was like, help but like, um, before the main girl, um, at the glasses, I took on an on and they laughed in the moment, but I thought I was hiding her coat and went back to the local club for me, and I've half crying with the other girl.
1: So, you guys, as teenagers, young adults, can't even play a game without. The concern of somebody
0: stalking, bothering, harassing, or oh, bullying you. Even that's though- what I said. Yeah, they were following us around. And then when they started calling us, can I say what they called us? Yeah. They, you can't type it fully because so you have to type each individual letter. They called me a bitch. And immediately, like within like two seconds of them typing that, they typed immediately. You're an asshole. And uh, I was just like, "Whoa!" And I was like, "I just like told the person I was like, I said, I don't know if you realize, but if you were really that smart, you'd realize you're harassing us.
2: Good." Uh, yeah, I moved moved not my mom. Uh, like I said, I had a
0: couple encounters with different people on the for. Why
2: the kind of talk about you? And well, like I said, let it Well, she came in. I got
0: a piece of hair in my mouth.
1: It's from the ice cream, she came in and was so irritated, and she was like, "Nobody messes with my little bro." And I was like, okay. "Wait,
2: what happened?" I will you at my school. Yes,
1: yes, yes, you were, yes, you were, and the thing, the thing is, is why? What happens if you guys get reported? What what happens? Oh, okay,
0: well, so, I really reported. All, you have to be reported a bunch of well. Depending on it, like say say I was like uh, on a game and like say well, say I was on a game and somebody started like threatening to physically harm me or something to that like, effect. Like let's say somebody started telling me, I'm gonna kill you or this or that. Then like what would happen is like we could report them. If if it was something that serious, then w- what the game would do is they'd immediately go back, make sure we're not lying, they'd review it and then they'd immediately ban them. Or sometimes if it's like, say I'm just like saying, oh, well, this is not like, say I'm scamming you after something. And I report them and they see I'm telling the truth, they won't necessarily ban you depending on it. They're just like they'll ban you for like a couple days. Where like if you threaten to kill somebody or something to that effect, they that's done. It's an instant ban, you're banned forever. Like if they ever you can't even get it on a different account. If you try to a Have you guys gotten a warning
1: message? Oh, I have.
0: Left that. Oh, I've I've been I have been um plusly accused of stuff so many times on Roblox, and then I got banned for three days. And then I was like, wait, I'm I'm confused. If Roblox claims to be, oh, sorry. That's okay, go ahead. If they claim to be so, like, like they go back and review everything. I was just deeply confused. And like, I was like, well, why, if they claim to go back and review everything, did they ban me? Obviously they didn't review it. But that girl that was bullying me in faith if they first started targeting me, and they said, well." I, they they said they repeatedly were reporting us. We weren't doing anything wrong except for defending ourselves. So if if they go back and review it, and they see, hey, they really were just trying to defend themselves, and they didn't do anything wrong, they're not gonna ban me, Faith. They, they're not. We are. Faith reported them. Faith reported them. I was report a crime. Well, here, here.
1: Let me take this to another level because I want to see what you guys say. Like, even in the hospital, she had a nurse that was a little verbally aggressive, and I'm sitting there, and it was her and I in the room. Of course, when
2: had a hospital and was me,
1: right? And because she has uh, medical PTSD, justifiably, um, it's on her chart, and it's everywhere that there's certain things we don't say, and we word it differently. So this individual, if we will, comes in and like tries to see how many points she can get by saying as many as she can. And then Faith is laying there and she says something like, oh, I need to take your temperature orally. And it's and you can't take it orally. You take it axillary. So you take it under the arm. And she goes, it says that in my chart. Do you have to do it axillary? And she goes, well, I'm going to do it this way. And then she goes, I'm going to take your blood pressure. She goes, they just took it five minutes ago. And, you know, poor thing. She has lines in both of her arms, and it's not going to feel Martin. its best.
2: I'm walking.
1: Yeah. And so this one says, you know what? You can get as argumentative with me as you want. I, I'm here all night. And it was rude and out of line. And so this one says, that's okay. I'm here all week. And give it your best shot, because you are not going to hold a candle to me. Like, you you have no – this isn't competition. And so then she kept, you know, making the comments again. I've
2: yeah, never alone,
1: yeah. I've never fired a nurse before for your care in a hospital, let me say, in a hospital. I've never fired a nurse. But I ended up firing this nurse. And I'm also the one that like complimented other people to like management about how great they were. So with that being said, and that was an adult, figuratively speaking,
2: and yeah, then she it. had a full
1: blown out panic attack.
2: And I had an episode
1: while the nurse was in the room, and the nurse didn't do anything. She walked out and left her in that state, and didn't do anything and about I, it. I,
2: I have apnea so... You did. Well, those who don't know what the aqua is episode, I call it that. I like the um full up thing, so I call it the apnea.
1: Right, because when she was getting sick is. We're trying to say this as politely as possible. She wasn't throwing up. They didn't let her eat or drink for about a month. Literally. Yeah, All I, she had was IV hydration. But when I and lipids water, and TPN.
2: When I could a I have an
1: sweet of heaven. Sweet bliss of
2: heaven. the whole thing. Speaking of
1: which, why aren't you drinking water now? I don't drink water.
2: Anymore.
1: How many have you had today?
2: Three. Really? anyway so then
1: logan is at school and then people are being disrespectful out of line fine and i have what anybody who listens first of all and i'm not saying this because i adore logan i do everybody who knows me knows i adore logan everybody knows i I think of logan as as a, a second child to me um i think the world of logan he is just an inspiration and as sweet as can be. And let me just say, and I'm not trying to embarrass, but when all this was going on with Faith, Logan checked in all the time about you and wanted to know how you were. And you are the warrior and you're the hero and you're amazing. And he did videos for you. And it was the sweetest thing to watch, you know, how much you truly do care about each other. But-
2: You're, you're awful a warrior,
1: Y'all are both amazing.
0: I don't want to say one thing and I don't want to put any thoughts in anybody's head. But the one thought that kept running through my head when I kept filming these videos which scared me most was like, is this like gonna be the last message I can get across the faith? Is is this gonna be the last video I could ever record for the faith? You know, is this gonna be the last time I could ever verbally say something to faith? Then that just kept running through my head and I was scared. Yeah, it scared the bejeebies out of me. And after a while, like if when I first started texting you and you obviously weren't responding, which is fine because you were dealing with faith, it's just I was like, Oh, please respond. And I was like, Oh, so my like, in my left brain, I was like, please respond. And my right brain, I was like, but no, she's with her daughter. She has to deal with her, obviously. But I'm like, oh, please respond. So I was like, I was on, like, a balance beam. I was just like, I deal with these thoughts running through my head, and I was trying to live my normal life, which with the kids in school can get shitty. So I'm like, you know, I was on, like, a, like a balance beam that was, like, thinner than a normal one. And I'm like, it's like, you know, like the expression, you you, you know, you're walking on the devil's beam. Mm-hmm. I I kept telling myself I was walking on the – um. I don't know. I forget how I worded it. I worded it so well. And I'm like, I don't want to work. I, I want to word it in a way that makes sense. I was walking on like the beam of not, not like in a better way, but if this makes sense, I was walking on the beam of depression, I guess.
1: I understand that. I understand. I mean, that's
0: not how I worded it, but I can't think of it right now.
1: That's okay. And you know what? I tell people all the time, jobs come and go, people in your life come and go, you know, uh, my biological parents my biological parents got news of what happened they they were informed that this was happening with faith and not even a text message a phone call or anything at all like no outreach at all Definitely. um michael's family some of his family was the same way his mom knew um the brothers and sisters knew god bless you Bless you. bless you
0: bless you um
1: they knew and they didn't reach out um Nana oh yeah Nana and pop pop which is michael's dad and stepmom um were like we're on our way we're coming up now what do y'all need and it, it was like that was so sweet and amazing but they wouldn't let anybody else in the room they they were not allowing anyone in at this point and so It it broke my heart in so many places because you guys are so amazing and you've never done anything to anyone that wasn't warranted. Let me add that in there. It was absolutely not warranted. But y'all are, at the end of the day, y'all are young adults. And for people to be so selfish and not care, but then if it was them, you know, it'd be a totally different story.
0: The only thing, like when I I do this podcast, the one thing I think of is like, the one thing I want to get through to people's heads is not you know i'm not here to you know i i'm not here to you know impress anybody i'm not here to do it. i'm i'm here because not only do i want to show people that they're worth it and you know you, you can stand up for yourself and there's no problem with that you shouldn't harm yourself and it's like you should stand up for yourself but also i'm i'm also i'm also here because i want to show people that there is hope in people and there's also hope you know like one of the most common things is you know this next generation is so screwed, blah blah. blah. I want to show people that there is hope in this next generation. You know, if people stop being like me and faith, hopefully, you know, and I'm not saying um, if you get what I mean, I'm I'm not saying I'm any good. You are good. You are fantastic. I know, but I don't tune my own horn like that. I'm not saying I'm like any good like that. I'm just trying to get the point across that there's hope in the next generation. Yeah, you know there are excuse me, but there are assholes out there that are just going to be assholes, and you can't really change that. But yeah, there are no, people that you can that. change. Why? She said she agrees to that. Yes, because it's the truth. How would you not? There, There is, I mean, honestly, there's only 20% hope and 80% screwed, but it just sucks for the people that are good, like me and Faith. We have to go to living hell. Yes. And, you know, all the bad people get to live their life. It, it just sucks. When you try, you get nothing. When you don't try, you get everything sometimes. Well, here's the thing, sweetheart. People who are miserable
1: love to bring them with them. Like
0: misery loves- That's also the thing. Yes. All the people, they don't want to be miserable alone. So they want to take the people that are happy and they want to drag them through the misery with them. And that's just not right. Right.
1: Well, I'm going to tell you something I haven't told you yet, Logan. When you were messaging me, there was quite a few periods of time where- literally like I I was doing nothing but praying and I was going out like I didn't leave her room I didn't go out of her room for anything like Michael would have to leave and come back three or four days later and I hadn't walked out of the room from the time he left to the time he got back I never like I wouldn't go out of the room and he would make me go for a walk with him when he was there.
0: mother award
1: oh thank you when he was when she would be asleep and if anybody did anything out of protocol, it was in the hallway. And it was, Compare, get ready, here I am. Like, I'm not, no. You know, I told the doctors, I'm not here to be your friend. I don't care if you don't like me at the end of the day, but you're going to you do it.
0: here for your friend, daughter. Right. You, you got to do your job, and I'm here for my daughter. Yeah, that's how you are. You got to be. And all over her chart says she's
1: allergic to Tegaderm, which is tape. Um, it's a certain type of tape. It's a surgical tape. No. And they
2: put it on she her. She
0: told me, twice. yes. Right. She told me.
2: Yeah, plus my first week, we found out that oh. i another certain type of Right. But we can wear
1: colorful things to I mean. But I was actually allergic to it. Right. But then, like here, here's the other thing. And people looked at me, and I now remember. I mean, both of y'all know me. I never toot my horn about my my background or education or anything like that. I'm in the hospital with her at one o'clock in the morning. Okay. I was in, just jogging pants and a sweatshirt or whatever, you know, I was not there to walk a red carpet and I had been there ever since. So I'm in there. People looked at me like I was some uneducated person that just didn't know my butt from my elbow. Like that was how I was treated by certain
0: people. And,
1: And so one of the times they said that they had to do emergent surgery at bedside they wouldn't mm-hmm. allow Michael and I to stay in the room. They took us like right out and um into the waiting area. And I was like, nope, I'm not staying no. out here. So I stayed right side of the room. And I literally was like, I want whoever's in charge. This isn't right. Blah, 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 blah. The protocol is even if you do a surgery at bedside that it's still supposed to be a completely sterile environment if not more so because the patient is so unstable they can't make it down to the OR so that's why they do it at the bedside of the ICU and when they came out I was like "Uh, uh-uh, no mm-mm. I was I was livid because they they some of them had their caps on some they had gloves on but nobody gowned up so Let's just say Dr. D walked in from the room next door into Faith's room, and then they decided they were going to do a surgery. So all the germs that he had been subjected to and all the other things during that day, he walked in and he was not gowned. And that is not a sterile environment. I found dry uh, blood sponges on the floor, uh, syringes in the bed. There were so many things that were not done accordingly. But what I wanted to share is that there were so many times, Logan, that I, I, I played your videos for her. I read your messages to her. I showed them, but she couldn't see because she was sedated um, in like a, a subconscious state. But I played them for myself and I listened to them over and over again. I couldn't sleep the whole time, obviously. And you brought me such comfort and such, like, even for just a minute, just, you know, that additional, you know, hope. And I kept telling her she had to fight. She couldn't give up. This, this was not going to happen. I literally was right there. And I told her, I said, I live for you. You cannot die for me. You cannot, you you have to, you have to fight. You cannot give up. And uh, I have a video that I won't show anyone. Um, it's heart-wrenching because... She literally while
2: ventilated. I do not remember this. Let me explain. I do not remember it at all. Yeah. I'm not going to have have always The whole time I went... the five times I would remember my hallucinations. Yeah, they did give you
1: some medicine. And
2: that's what I was in the whole time. I could not 100 percent could not remember it at all.
1: Well, they she mouthed, "I love you and will always love you," and tell daddy, "I will always love him," and. I was crying profusely in the background because she wanted me to to give that to her dad. She wanted her dad to have this in case she didn't come through. And you hear me just wailing in the background, telling her she has to continue to fight. I mean... It's, bail and fight it. I'm
2: not sure
1: it. Well, you didn't have a choice because I wasn't going to let you just give up.
2: I'm still,
1: I'm sure. So... But I owe you such a huge thank you because your words wrapped me in the the tightest of hugs when I needed them the most. And you and Faith have such a genuine, sweet, amazing soul. It's not, you guys should have been born forever and a day ago because to be in the generation that y'all are is not fair because this generation is so self-centered. You know, I never in my life growing up would think that a musician i want to say artist but i don't think everybody has their own opinion of her gemologist
0: I, artist however you want you could right. say gemologist
1: well no i'm saying like okay i'm talking about taylor swift they're saying that she can make this country decide who's going to be the next president that she oh
0: i think they are talking about me
1: <laughs> no, no 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 i'm saying that i never in my million years would i think that there would be someone out there who could do that that you know is in the music industry and that they could persuade our country into who would be the next president like, I never yeah. thought we
0: would see something like that. I just wanted you to know, if you know if I lived near you, you know if I lived near you, which if you guys don't know, we live in two completely different states. So, um, you know if I lived near you, I don't care. I would have called you up and been like, okay, I- I'll find a way to the hospital. I know. I'll find a way. And if they try not to let me in, as long as I'm not, you're okay, I'm bursting through those doors and I'll be there. That's if I could have been. And honestly, I would have been. And honestly, if I was older, let's say, honestly, 18, because I can't do it without parental consent. And obviously, I wouldn't have been able to get to you. If I was 18, I would have hopped on a plane and I would have gotten down there if I could. Although it would have been really hard to do it in the moment, and do it like really, really quickly and just like, so suddenly. I would have found a way and done it. I know. And that's why you
1: guys are amazing and you're so. Just you guys just live life and care about others so much. And then you guys get the crap end of the stick by people making just rude and disrespectful and distasteful comments. And it it, it angers me because, you know, let's turn the cards here for a second. Tell me, how do you think these people would would react if something happened to them? They wouldn't be able to handle it. They're not as strong as you. And these people just literally automatically just think that they can be bullies. And you know what that tells me? Is that they're hurting about something else on the inside themselves. And instead of taking that focus and putting it on them to figure out how to make themselves better, they want to bring other people down to make them feel as bad as they do instead of working to get to a better place. They want That's to bring
2: true. people down. Can I tell you a little something? Yeah, absolutely. When I there, I always have two thoughts in my mind. And I can't control my thoughts. Because that was I, the medicine they had you on. I to have in my mind. One was the way I was playing, kind of not know what was going on. No mm-hmm. one knew what I had not with people that cared about No girl, no girl, no no girl, no girl, and girl, no girl, no girl, no girl, no girl,
1: no right. That's right. And you know what? Life is too short. You have oh no, that's true. You know, you have one opportunity to be either unconditionally happy and in love and just love life, be in love with life. And you know, Michael and I said the same thing. I have to tell you, Faith has the wickedest
0: scar.
2: Wicked.
0: It is like
2: oh, yeah, I'll cut the and cut
0: it, it is, is it the one on her stomach. Yes, she showed
1: me. And I told her if she wanted to ever get that tattooed then
0: Michael and I are gonna get the same tattoo on our stomach to match her. And it's that's she... a wicked scar man. That is wow. That is that that is the mark of a warrior man. It's a mark it... of a fighter, mark of a warrior, however you want to say it, but wow.
2: Yeah. i will not my I'll more and i Yeah, but and she's it's what's really cool is that if you look, you can't
1: even see like her, um, her, her, they they cut through her belly button and then they like I've never seen a belly button like this now. Oh, sensitive to belly button stuff. Your dad's texting you, child. So it's it's interesting because you know, people that are going through stuff like this are so scared and. I wish other people would just take a moment and get their head out of their ass and put themselves in other people's positions for a minute, because
0: that's the thing,
1: know they won't. And- I know. I like I, I even told the doctors, I'm like, you get to go home at the end of the day. You get to, you know, do whatever. I'm still here. I go home when she goes home. You know, you aren't worried about your child um, making it to the next day, you know? And I told them, don't ever come back in here again and tell me, well, they actually said to me the words, We have options to make her comfortable and let nature take its course until she passes. And I was like, do not ever say that to me again. Never. It is not an option. You don't say that to me. I mean, Michael thought, oh, my God, look at my wife. Like, and I was like, you do not say to me we can keep her medically comfortable and let nature take its course until she passes. No. I said, first of all, you don't know me. And more importantly, you don't know her. Because that's not going to happen. She's going to come out of this hospital talking, breathing, eating, everything. And and I said that very clearly. You do not. <laughs> Logan's clapping. You do not
0: do that. Praise, woman, praise. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: you know what? So many people that we don't even know reached out about faith and how they were praying for her and and how she brings such strength and and love and inspiration and and it it's amazing now we have a very long road ahead of us but we are going to do it and the thing is is that while this is all going on you two are still like front and center wanting to help other people the most I, I really inspire to be more like the two of you seriously and I mean that because you guys are the creme de la creme, the the, the the top best of the best. You really are.
0: But you're an inspiration too. Come on, Victoria. Like you you you've been through hell and back too.
1: I I would do anything for either one of you not to experience another day, another minute of pain.
0: Like literally. Things in general for you that you told me about and then getting your your arm amputated, arm hand. I always forget. Was it your, like I don't forget, but like was it like semi-party arm? Would you say it's your arm or your hand still? Both. Yeah, so you'd say yeah, your arm. Because sometimes I get confused. I'm like, what should I? Because I used to have half of your arm. So do you still stay arm? Do you stay hand? So your arm. Come on, you've been through hell and back.
1: But I look at the two of you, and I'm such awe of the bravery and strength that the two of you carry. And how you want to help other people and you want to make things better for other people. One of the things that totally just was so hard is when she woke up and she said, How long have I been asleep? And when I told her at that point, it had been nine days, she was so distraught that she had missed Christmas
2: mm-hmm.
1: and New Year's and that she had slept through it. And I was like, It's okay. You know, we came, when we finally got home, we had Christmas here. And it's. A bit. One, two,
2: I well admit, one of the people I had out of the hospital. I had a nail. I kind of went
1: But you had every right to have a major panic attack and breakdown. You do. And you know, what I think is just unbelievable is the hospital, well, a lot of people don't know this, but in the nurses' notes, the nurses judge the parents' behavior. They judge the parents' behavior. So they would say, like, you know how Michael and I banter or Faith banters with Michael? They'll, they actually consider that aggressive behavior.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Aggressive.
1: Yeah, oh, even no. if it was all joking. If it was all joking. Yeah. But why don't we get to judge the nurses and the doctors and, you know. <coughs> know. You're going to
2: know how bad I hope that will come for that one? Yes, I do. And me have him. I think we need to
1: come up and do like a class or something for the kids, for other teens about bullying, like maybe yeah, a series. Bullying. Would you guys be interested in doing something like that?
0: Of course.
1: Where we could talk
0: about what's going on? No, I'm getting like this like sharp, sharp stomach pain, that really. You need to get your mom? No, I'm fine. It hurts. <laughs> Continue.
2: Oh hello, Bo.
0: I'm perfectly fine. Well, I we, get them every once in a while. It's normal.
1: We need to look at putting something together and having like maybe you know what? Either either doing classes to help people realize and, and maybe some strategic planning to help people who are getting bullied, you know. I would or, like, like to do that. Yeah, straight. that'd be good. And what about what if we came up with a social group? for our kids like y'all um yeah. to, to make friends. Yes. So many people think in the so, in the in the community that they're alone and they don't have any friends. What if we did some kind of group where you can make friends? I think that would be awesome. I don't little, well, she he's probably talking to his
0: mom. I want to So, I think we I need to come up with a name. That'd be beautiful.
1: Yeah, you guys come up with a name and we'll start trying to put it together Um, and and we can try
0: and figure that out. Trying to think now, that's good, that was really good, that was good.
1: So we got to come up with a name and, and maybe we can come up with a day and then every week or twice a week or whatever. Um, You guys can do a class or a social group setting just for kiddos to make, to make friends, build your own, build your own group, build your own fortress, if you will. Mm -hmm. Whatever smarty. So any last words you guys want to say before we start, we're going to start doing more teen talks again, but when one of our kiddos is not young adults, I'm sorry, is not at their best. We wait for them to get better so they can do it together. And we're going to get back on that here very soon because everybody's still sending their prayers and thoughts about faith. And Logan is climbing on her case about making sure she's eating and drinking like she's I supposed
0: know, to. I know. I know. Faith, I if you, like faith, you love that. me, you'll do it.
2: I don't do a lot. I don't want to do a
1: Yeah. You need to. So, all right, Logan, take us out.
2: I'm going to have to maintain them. For those of you who have been through a uh, terrible experience or have been in some pain, because no, they're not alone. No, they're but not are alone. You're not out there. You're not liking the what you have. No matter what, you'll never be alone yet.
1: So, okay. how do you tell people not to give up and to keep fighting?
2: And they
1: can write all is lost, but
2: believe me, not all is lost. Not all is lost.
1: And I to help out him. Right, you just have to keep fighting because you know what? Here's the thing. I'm going to say this. I'll let Logan take us out. I would rather have the amazing relationships. Logan is stuck with us for life. Like he he cannot get rid of us ever. Sorry.
0: Why? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> he stuck with us for life. Like I would rather have Logan and of course Faith and my amazing husband and you know, Nana and Pop pop. and you know, I'd rather have quantity, uh the quality versus quantity because you could have 50 people and they don't care about anything but themselves or you could have two genuine people who only care about what's best and I'd rather have those two than those other 50. And so I'd rather have a small, tight-knit circle than a bunch of hair in my mouth, Logan. What a mess. I'm just saying. So don't give up. You are worth fighting for. Um, I had an interview with a nurse last night, and I just want to tell you, she goes, I have to show you what I got. Ask your dad. She comes back, and she shows me she bought your book. And of course, my husband goes, aha, 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 aha. she bought my daughter's book. She didn't buy my wife's book and like rubbed it all in my face, which I don't care. I'm thrilled she bought your book. But you know how your dad is. He right? was
0: being a butthead.
2: Right? Yeah, that, Yeah, that's
1: true. So, all right, take us out. And we're going to work on these group names and try to get this set up on what would be the best day to have all this and do all this and uh, get it going. We need to come up with a really cool name or maybe an acronym or something like that to
0: to do this. And I could draw a logo. Yes. Yes, you could. Okay. Well, thank you for uh, tuning in to uh, a new Unstoppable Podcast. All I got to say is we're back. And uh, uh, don't, uh, don't, click, don't click off tissue because uh, there's going to be more to come. And uh, thanks for coming on this one. Wonderful- journey with us and riding on this roller the cart with us uh and like i said hang tight because it's definitely not over and it's not going to be anytime soon and this will not mean victorian faith will not be done at all um so thank you for listening thanks for tuning in and peace out and if you are being bullied
1: reach out to us we would love to have you come on with these two warriors tell your story gain some extra strength and support and I dare anybody who is a bully to come on.
0: If you're a bully, they don't, they don't got the guts.
1: Then come forth. No, they're ballers.
0: They're they don't got the balls. To do it. She Ball. says,
1: so we welcome to bring you on as well. I there are kids at his school that have been bullies. I have openly invited for them to come on and they they don't, you know, and that speaks volumes about their character or lack thereof. So, if you have the cojones to come on because you're a bully, then come on, let's let's have this conversation. Thanks for
0: tuning in, everybody. all right you see, bye-bye. I am from